0: Today's podcast is about love, breakups, relationships, rejection, heartbreak, heartache, and all the opportunities that these beautiful aspects of life bring. Because in truth, you come alone and you're going to have to die alone. Even the love of your life is not going to be with you when you die. And in saying that, the one thing I've realized as a 30 year old, who's found career success early in life, is that love is the answer. And romance is probably the most beautiful thing about life. If you ask me about my own happiest moments in my own life, they've always happened during romantic situations. (sighs) The intention for creating this podcast is to spread healing, especially for those people who are still trying to let go of someone especially for those people who've probably let go of that special someone, but have not been able to let go of the pain related to letting go of that special someone. So if you have any pain in your heart related to your own sense of attachment to your ex, to the person that you loved more than anything in the world, I hope that this podcast heals you in the age of reels and short form content. For me, Solo podcasts like this are extremely therapeutic, especially when I listen to some of my favorite podcasters. And I hope that this special episode of the runway Show does that for you. Let's begin with this. For those of you who are consuming the video format of this show, this is a gift I received from a monk friend of mine, Palgar Rinpoche. He's been on the show. He said that in Tibetan Buddhism, this bell is a symbol of wisdom, and this mace is a symbol of compassion. So when wisdom and compassion combine, they give rise to magic. That's how I want to begin this show. I hope that it gives you the wisdom that I've gained through my own pain. And trust me, I've been through a lot of pain but I hope that it also increases your sense of compassion for whoever caused you that pain. I went on a few dates with someone recently and, uh, this person was extremely observant. So I asked that person that, what have you observed about me? So she said that I love your heart, but your eyes contain a lot of pain. And that's true. I think that as I've aged, um, Life has been extremely kind from a career perspective, but my personal life has been all over the place. Circumstantially, even if I try giving someone my heart entirely, things don't work out because of circumstances. When I track back, when I scan my entire life, things have never really worked out from a relationship perspective, especially when I try the hardest. So when I give a relationship my all, things happen, and then it just tears apart. And that's the nature of certain human lives. Maybe some people are just destined to not get peace in their personal life up to a certain age. And I hope that I've crossed that age. But yeah, it's been, it's been a tough ride. I don't hold anything against anyone because of compassion and wisdom at this stage of my spiritual journey. I'm trying to forgive as much as I can. I'm trying to forgive everyone who's ever caused any sort of pain. To me because I know I've caused pain to people myself as well. I beg for forgiveness from the people that I've caused pain to. This is the story of my three greatest romantic heartbreaks, and these were also three of the girls that I love the most ever. I'm not going to go into the details of these stories because I don't think it's correct to share every aspect of your personal life on the internet. But here we go. 18, 19 found someone who was just a friend. I had no intention of dating her definitely found her attractive, but she was dating someone else. So I left her at that feeling of that's an attractive friend of mine. Never let my heart grow any sense of emotion towards her. We grew really tight as friends. We were almost like brotherly. There was no bad intentions from my side. There were no bad intentions from her side. I think age 18, 19, 20, maybe up till 22, when career pressure takes over up till that age, you're a little bit experimental about life. And I think that the situation that caused the heartbreak was the experimental nature of life for both me and her at that stage of life. We were friends, she was dating someone, we ended up getting close as friends. And then one day our party, sparks flew. Nothing physically intimate happened, but sparks flew. And I went home and I called her and I said, what's up? You're dating someone. This is not right. We were good till the point where we were friends. And she said, I don't know. I don't know what's happening in my head because she was also in an experimental phase of her life. I met her the next day and then sparks truly started to fly. I don't want to get into any details, but Let's just say she definitely had a thing for me. But she also loved the guy she was dating. I don't blame her. I do blame myself for digging this grave for myself because the following year was the most difficult year of my life. When my love grew because of all the Bollywood movies I saw growing up, which instilled a romantic hero personality into my heart, into my head, into my life. And I thought that, yeah, this is my girl. Even though she's dating someone else, eventually she's gonna come to me because I'm the hero of my life. And heroes always end up with the queens that they desire, right? Wrong. That's what I learned in the next year because I flunked my college exams because of this heartbreak. I deep dived into a pool of alcohol because of this heartbreak those are my true regrets that's what i truly blame myself for i don't even blame myself for feeling the way i felt for at that stage but the outcomes of the heartbreak the dave d style outcomes of that heartbreak ruined my career side of life at that point because at that point when you're 19 your career side of life are your grades what you're doing with yourself your self improvement journey Everything went to the dumps and there were other reasons. I didn't stop myself from diving into that pool of alcohol. I've spoken about this so many times on the show. I reached my lowest phase in life throughout that phase. For that one year. All she told me was that she wasn't sure whether she liked me or him. So I'd meet them at parties. I didn't stop myself from feeling the way I felt when I looked at her. I'd see her at parties. My heart would melt. I think that yeah. That's the girl of my dreams. None of my friends, none of her friends knew that something was happening between us and then I'd see her boyfriend coming in and they'd pose for pictures together and I'm just standing there and looking at her and it's hurting. But I'm a man, right? And men don't cry. So I'd go home, try not to cry, try not to cry. And as I'm going to sleep, the blanket's on top of me and tears are just like falling out. Because I sat with that pain because that's also what Bollywood heroes do. Kabir Singh that shit, bitch! Kabir Singh hadn't released then, but... Bunch of other movies like that, where they teach you to... Embrace the pain. Devdas, Dave, Dave D, for example. You embrace the pain, probably pain's a good thing. Eventually, when I had enough of this game... That teenagers were playing... I took a step back, blocked her... I requested her to just... Block me out of... Her life completely, and... Um, I jumped into the gym, which was my saviour. Lowest phase of my life gave me the base to begin studying again in life. I gave my KTs or my back papers, passed my exams, grades went up gradually after that. And I started my own fitness journey, which then led to beer biceps, beer biceps led to all these businesses. And here we are today as a 30 year old thinking that, yeah, that's the worst heartbreak that I'll ever go through. The series of parties, seeing them together, knowing that the girl you love is not fully sure about you. And then that weird situation, making you fall deeper in love with her. That's going to be the worst heartbreak, right? Wrong. Cause heartbreak number two was possibly worse. And for the longest time I couldn't even find forgiveness in my heart, uh, for the other human involved in this heartbreak. Dated someone very seriously after engineering college. Once my career was beginning, it was all going well, didn't end up well for multiple reasons. (sighs) Spoken about my own spiritual journey so much on the show, but what people don't understand about spiritual journeys is that they drastically change your personality. You know how a lot of people don't want to meditate because they think that they'll just lose interest in their own material growth. That's not what happens. That's not what you should be afraid of because of your spiritual pursuits. Your material ambitions will become much stronger because of your spiritual ambitions. When you start meditating, when you begin to read all these spiritual books, when you accumulate the knowledge of this new subject that every single school and college should teach but doesn't teach, it changes your personality, it changes your emotional personality, it changes your likes, your preferences, what you choose to do on Saturday nights, Sunday afternoons all that starts switching up, you go into a very fast phase of growth, as is the case with most people in their 20s. And in your 20s, you end up becoming a different version of yourself every single year. Now imagine if you found the girl of your dreams, and you think that this is the girl you're going to marry, and she's been there for you. And she's been an incredible partner for you for so long. Yes, you've had your fights. Yes, you've had your intensity, but the relationship is going well. Spirituality enters your life like a bomb. You change drastically. You're enjoying your own individual journey. You're loving her even better because your capacity to love increases, but your personality changes drastically. And then she gets withdrawn from you because you're not the same guy you were when you all began dating. Beautiful relationship. I'm so grateful to that girl for teaching me everything that she did for helping me become the man I had to become in those years. And it ended in such a rough way. I've spoken about this on the Hindi podcast and it's one of our most viewed Hindi podcasts. It's so difficult for me to even speak about this at this point. I'm 30 and it happened four or five years ago. I've definitely healed from it. I know I've healed from it. But it's just difficult to revisit some situations like that. I was 26. And I'm struggling in my career to jump up to that next stage. Spent all my money in my bank account to do up my new office for my team. We were a 12 person team spread across beer biceps and monkey all my money on doing up my new office and sowing the seeds for the future growth that I want so that I can earn a lot of money for my own future. And so that I can earn a lot of money for the girl of my dreams to give her the best possible future that she could fathom. But we were drifting. Because of my new perspectives on life, I was a new person. They say that when someone cheats, the cheating has actually begun way before then the incidents of cheating actually take place. I didn't understand this till a long time after the breakup i'd always blame her i'd say no your ethics were spoiled i was giving this my best shot etc 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 but the truth is that i wasn't giving her what she needed in that phase it's taken me time to develop that kind of compassion i have a very positive relationship with the memories i have of her in my own mind because she helped me grow but for the longest time, I was so angry. I was so sad because the day she told me that there's someone else in her life while we were dating, um, it was such a painful moment as a guy. I was alone in my office, the same office I had spent all my money on. And all the cells in my body below my knees just became like jelly. I lost my balance and I collapsed. That's how much it hurt. Or that's what it did to my physical body. So imagine what it did to my mental, emotional bodies. <laughs> so painful. That's probably the most painful thing I've experienced in my life. Because emotional pain is so much worse than physical pain. I've gone through surgeries because of judo competitions as a teenager. Horrible physical pain. Horrible injuries. Horrible recovery period. I've been in road accidents. Bad physical pain. All that pain put together was one-tenth of the emotional pain I felt in that moment. And even now when I go through pain in life, I know that I've been through that moment. So I'll be able to cope with anything. That was a tough phase of my life. Because it tested my spiritual journey as well. I didn't feel like meditating anymore. That's what your spiritual journey can do for you. When you're not meant to be with someone, when someone's not meant to be with you, you can both be good people, but your spiritual journey will create circumstances in your life or their life or both your lives and just make you drift apart for the best case scenario for both of you. For the longest time, I thought what that girl did was unethical. And in recent times, I don't think that what she did was unethical. I think that maybe I could have understood her needs even better. I was trying my best based on what I knew best as a early 20s, mid 20s male. But I think I would have been an even better partner to her at this stage of my life when I've understood love much more deeply. But at that phase, anger kicked in. Pressure of my career kicked in and In the eight years of beer biceps, those were the only two weeks where I've not worked at all because in the same way that the cells of my legs died, the cells of my hands and mind also died and I just spent time in my meditation center trying to understand what's happened in my own life. But I healed. Even though I thought I'd never be able to heal from that. I remember back in college when I was dealing with girl number one. (laughs) Girl number one, girl number two. When I was dealing with girl number one, there was moments I would sit in my train to college or back home in the evenings and I'd just stare at the tracks, hoping and praying that one day I don't feel anything for this girl number one who's making me feel all that pain. And when girl number two gave me pain, even greater than that, I'd go back to that memory of girl number one, giving me that pain and me looking at those railway tracks and thinking that, you know what? Life healed me. Time heals. Time had healed me. And no matter how bad you feel because of a breakup, a rejection, a heartbreak, the harsh, brutal truth is that give it time, sleep over it. Over time, you let go of it over time, you'll forgive the situations. And of course, you'll forgive the person. Because no one's truly bad. People make bad choices, because their circumstances lead them into making bad choices. Compassion. It took so long to let go of that pain, I've probably only let go of that pain for the last year, year and a half. When I moved to this house, and The truth is that career success also plays a role in healing, okay? I don't know whether that's a subjective truth for me or that's a subjective truth for other human beings as well. I'm still trying to understand that. But honestly, when you have a very true purpose related to your career and you find material success, um, it does act like ointment on the cracks within your heart. That's what I felt. I kind of don't want to talk about this phase of my life too much because you've seen what came out of the phase. I've spoken about my heartbreak so much. TRS came out of this phase, monkeys growth came out of this phase, that 12 person office, which I spent all my money on quickly grew into a hundred person office and we had to leave that office because we outgrew it more companies, more growth, more podcast listeners, because I just had more experiences to share. But it took me long to forgive. There was so much growth of all kinds that came out of this heartbreak, even though the healing hurt. Eventually, it led me to where I was meant to be in life. And it led her to where she was meant to be in life. And I wish her all the love and all the peace, because that girl was the most important person in my life at that phase. And she was exactly what I needed. And I hope that I was exactly what she needed while we were together. Good vibes only. We move on to the next heartbreak, which happened fairly recently. Seen so much pain of all kinds. Business deceit, lies, friends backstabbing you, the love of your life leaving you, cheating happening, money being stolen by your loved ones. So much had happened by this point in my life that I was just ready to deal with anything and the third person who came into my life came like five years, four or five years after the second intense heartbreak of my life. Right. And those four or five years I'd tried dating a lot of people, but I just wasn't able to get myself to open up my heart to anyone. Cause you've given so much of your energy, your time and yourself to that one person. And then it ended up crash landing. So you get scared to give your time, energy, feelings, emotions, vibes, to anyone new. It takes a lot to open up your heart. You know, one of these cliched Instagram real quotes is um, Every guy has one girl that he can do anything for. And if she breaks his heart, then he can never love another girl in the same way. Last night, nearly never called me. That's not true. <laughs> and that's what I learned in the most recent phase of my life. Sometimes life throws the most incredible human beings at you human beings that make you feel like your past heartbreaks happened in order to open up your pathway for this new human being. Who's everything you ever wanted, who's fun, who's smart, who's beautiful in every possible way and who feels like your jigsaw piece, your lobster. And then sometimes it doesn't work out because of another cliched Instagram quote, That sometimes You just meet the right person at the wrong time because maybe your timelines don't match. Maybe your priorities for life don't match. Maybe the circumstances in your own past and that person's past was so different that you can't see your futures aligning. Even if in that moment, you know that there's genuine love from both sides. This person was so nice for my heart. It took me a lot to open up my heart to this person. But when my heart opened up, I would cry so often with her. I was truly feeling vulnerable as a guy. And I didn't know where those tears were coming from. But they were probably tears from my own past. When someone crosses that threshold of love in your heart, your heart forces your mind to become extremely vulnerable. And I realized how much pain I was holding on to while I was with this girl. And just crying, just being with her. Fuck around. Cracking jokes, just spending time with each other was so healing. And I thought that I found the love of my life finally. And I was very okay with my past heartbreaks. And then eventually it didn't work out. <laughs> just very amicably didn't work out. We, we both tried. We both put in the efforts. We both had clean intention. We both had genuine love for each other. But it just didn't work out. Because we spoke about our future plans. And we saw our futures very differently. So you had to take that adult decision and just part ways. And there's no bad vibes from either side. But I'm talking about all this online because I want everyone listening to this to know about the true nature of adulthood, which is that even if you feel like you found the love of your life, sometimes it won't work. When it comes to heartbreaks, my friends, they're a part of life. Some people are just born into families into genetics, into circumstances, into a spiritual journey of a life where you're meant to be a very passionate person, where you're meant to love with a lot of ferocity. And that's so many of us Indians, right? At least my millennial generation, which grew up watching Karan Johar movies and Shah Rukh Khan films and movies with incredible chemistry and love and Jab we Met and all these films... And it fueled your own sense of passion. But eventually life teaches you that romance is not truly what movies show you. If you truly want to understand romance, go watch a film called 500 days of summer, go watch a film called Batman, the dark night, go watch a film called eternal sunshine of a spotless mind, three heartbreaking films. And if you love furiously and passionately, the truth is that you will encounter heartbreaks because that's what's good for your soul. It's kind of like God's your best friend playing a practical joke on you for your own benefit. So he's telling you, you know, why don't you walk through that door? And he's given you the tools to be very passionate and you're attracted to that door. And when you walk through it, there's no ground and you fall and you hurt yourself. And then your friends up there looking at you saying, haha, that's the character development. But that's exactly what you needed. Because that fall that you took made your body, mind and soul tougher because you're meant to do big things in life. And life is truly, in its essence, about strong, self-loving individualism. You'll only have a great relationship when you truly love yourself. You'll only have a great relationship when your partner truly loves themselves. And all you can do is be that version of yourself that truly loves yourself. And you'll only truly love yourself when you learn to forgive, when you learn to love in a detached manner. And when you understand that horrible breakups are just temporary moments in the timeline of your life and time will heal you. I still believe that romance is the most beautiful aspect of life. I don't know whether it's the hormones, whether it's the serotonin you feel when you cuddle, whether it's dopamine you feel when you meet that girl that you love so much and your stomach starts feeling a certain way, but we come alone and we die alone. So before you die, learn detachment, learn forgiveness. And when the right person comes your way, and I know it's going to come my way, Just know that all these other people and all these other situations prepared you to be the best version of yourself for that person. Discover yourself. Don't stop believing in love. Not the easiest podcast for me. I don't even have these conversations with my friends or with my closest people because I don't like revisiting this part, these parts (laughs) of my heart, of my life, of my own journey. But YouTube growth is about exchanging your soul for views, right? I don't know. Maybe. I feel it's more about putting out your own authentic story, putting out what you're going through as you're growing up in front of the world and putting out positive energy, especially for the people who you think have harmed you because that's what compassion truly is. When you're compassionate to the world, Not only will you become compassionate towards yourself, but you'll also notice that the universe starts being compassionate towards you and gives you exactly what you want. Notice that I didn't say the universe gives you exactly what you need because you're going to get that anyway. But if you truly practice compassion, forgiveness, detachment in your heart, the universe will send you compassion, detachment and love in the way that you want. You land up exactly where your heart has once prayed for you to land up. Life is beautiful if you truly believe in the goodness of human beings, in the accumulation of wisdom, and in the chase for increasing your own compassion. God bless you guys. Heal, give time, some time, focus on your health, focus on your sleep. Surround yourself with the friends who make you feel better about yourself. Understand that there's many fish in the sea. Understand that the one that's truly meant to be yours is going to be yours. You're meant to be with someone. You're destined to be with the right person Destined to be with the person that'll bring out the maximum amount of spiritual growth. Of course, learn the theory about relationships, learn the theory about red flags and spotting red flags early on, learn all that Instagram stuff. But internally, be the best partner in order to attract the best partner, etc. etc. I hate these Instagram cliches, but that's what this podcast has become, right? At the end of the day, you came alone, you're gonna die alone, and when you truly understand that truth, when you witness death in your family, when you witness horrible heartbreaks and you realize how individual life is, you begin to love people more because the universe starts sending you exactly what you put out. And when you stop chasing a relationship, then love will chase you when the time is right. Don't pray for the right person. Just tell God. That you're ready to receive love when he thinks or she thinks that it's the right moment. The right person's on the way. But don't forget to chase wisdom and compassion.